Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. Dude, that is such a bank song, too. Along with Careless Whispers. All right. Welcome to another Journey Now podcast. And we are going to just briefly discuss what are the best bank songs you've ever heard. And I just heard one just recently. Kevin. Smooth Operator. Yeah, so so just before we... Or but not. Maybe this is all record. We're not sure quite when Edwin hits record, <laughs> and he 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 has played back some it might segments. Have been when we were talking about Spanx. Yes, he, he's played back some segments to us that we had no idea actually made it. And so, just so you know, me being the only woman on this podcast, I'm not the one who brought it up. True. Oof. I just didn't know it was an option. <laughs> and so, do you want to go shopping? I'm I, I'm just saying. How did I we mean, go from there? How did we go bank songs to Spanx? Well, because so we went from, elevator songs <laughs> We went from Spanx to banks. Oh, and and then got we, it. We, we she brought up clarifying that. We mixed it a little because, Sade. Yes, and then you said, and then and then it was just Sade. interesting. It was just interesting. Yes, because Rob, we just find out layers about Robert, who's here today. Hello, in lieu of Tim. hi, and has strong feelings about strong Sade. feelings. Yes, so smooth operator. I don't yes. want to offend anyone. And but he but he announces I worked in a bank for two years which i didn't know and they yeah. played that song every day first job yes. out of high school first job out of high school was a bank teller so i was a bank teller for like three months and then they gave me the vault teller position which is not a good position to give to a 18 year old i say it's perfect because basically it means i was responsible for all of the money in the bank well of course you were oof that's why you're now you look away. trustworthy yes. yeah we'll give yes. the job yeah. to you just don't do you just get don't. a gun for that job what did you have a gun for that job no but i Okay, well, quick story. How do you I mean, responsible got, for the money got, if you don't get a gun? He's got two guns. Quick okay. story, though. You know right, right, right and left. Right, right. Very, very quick story about me working at this bank. Uh, we used to have a uh, like a buzzer to like, you know, yeah. there's a little half doors that let people in. Sure. We had maintenance and tech guys come in and like do stuff. But yeah. one day, this guy- This Robert Casino right he, here. <laughs> <laughs> buzzed himself in. You can buzz yourself in, man. That's well. He can one. reach, reach behind and buzz. Was buzz. it George Clooney? No, 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 no. <laughs> but he pressed the wrong button. Damn it! And oh, the press came. The silent alarm. Yep. Police come. Oh, so for about thirty-five minutes, oh, we had boy. no customers. And you're wondering. And we're looking at our drive-through, and there's cops with shotguns pointed towards our building, and we're like, "What's going on?" And wow. for and we were like we didn't answer the phone for thirty minutes. Really but here's fun. the thing: you That's don't fun. you don't we put the button basically. for the silent alarm. Yeah, we swatted ourselves next to, to the, the button, button to the release button. the hatch. Yeah. The, I mean, that's... Mistakes were made. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. one was red, and the other one was a burgundy color. I know, but you had to reach around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's good. That's good. Yeah, There's one was gray, lot. and yeah. one was blue. blue. Yeah. Anyways, bank songs. Or elevator songs. <laughs> so I'm going to oh. throw out Careless Whisper from oh. Wham. As a good the instrumental song. version. For those of, of course. <laughs> of course. For those of us Never that... Never going to dance again. Okay, thank you. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. I don't yeah. even know what that song means, and I hate it. I hate it. Guilty yeah. feet I hate have all wham. no rhythm. I hate all the wham. All wham? Wake me up before I, you go go. No, I don't no. Like, <laughs> no, no. I don't like 80s music, and I I don't mind. What? There's a, a new documentary out about was, wham. I was oh, just, boy. You want to watch it? Like no. It we'll go day. get some Spanx. <laughs> no. We'll watch it together. Bro, I want to try the Spanx. If it, if, I mean, I, the problem is... If there's too much to cram in there, are you able to breathe? <laughs> no, no, what I want to know. And how high do they go? 
You know what I'm saying? I want to know how they connect. <laughs> do all of a sudden do I look like a mushroom cloud, like from nuclear fallout? You know, where it's skinny and then it goes. <laughs> you would look like Arnold. Right. I don't know. Brad, Brad, help me. Help me. Brad, 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 yeah. you wear spanks? Yes. Okay, best bank song. Well, what I was going to say was what the goal of a bank. Smoke on the water. Is to, to have it be calm. Right. <clears throat> Not to be. Calm. Yeah, calm. Not to be. Um, uh, you're not going to You're not gonna put ACDC out there. Right. Yeah. And it's usually kind of like elevator music yeah. in a bank. Yeah. The one time I remember music in a bank. There's one time I remember music in a bank. I was standing in line. This this was before you could just do everything on. This was a while ago. Yeah, kids. Kids, let's explain what <laughs> banks are. <laughs> yes. There was a Physical locations and, where they have money. Like real money, like paper money, folding money. Yeah. You can, yeah. yeah and checks are yeah. a whole nother conversation. Cash money. Yeah, yeah. cash money. Not my the money coin stuff. Just, my money don't dribble, dribble. It pours. Folds. Folds. Sorry. Wow. Standing in line. Free to pull talk to the teller. Right. And there's like three or four of us and we're waiting. And yeah. and the song, Go um, On, Take the Money and Run comes up. Oh, that's great. In a oh, bank. Great. <laughs> in a bank. Oh, either funny. somebody was trying to be really funny. <laughs> we actually do And we have... were like, <laughs> we look at each other like, is that a bank song? Hold on. <laughs> we actually do have a dear listener who's an expert in all of this. What does that mean? In bank songs? In songs that you hear in places. Really? Yeah. Huh. Stuart Larking. That's what he does. He listens? No, he, that's what he does. <laughs> he I don't know. I, I, the shock is that, that he, he listens to this. this. I think he does. Oh. Wait, that's his Stuart, profession? if you listen, could yeah. you just admit to that Wait, publicly? Wait, so I got a lot of questions. <laughs> and maybe I just need to ask him personally. Yeah, but you should ask is, him because okay. I'm not... But let me ask you this. Literally, <laughs> have the only we time ever I gotten song grief? All right, so we have bathroom music at Journey Church. We totally do. And the bathroom music is... That's on me. Yeah, so the bathroom music is classic rock. It's so quiet in there. I'm like, you need some music in here. Yeah, but it's not on you in terms of the selection. No, no, no. But I wanted music. But have we ever gotten people objecting to the classic rock music in the bathroom? I mean, it's the secular. Me. You? Because I don't like classic rock. Oh boy! I know, but I know. you like Wham? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm, you just said it. No, no, you said, "Hey, I don't like eighties music," but I mean, Wham? I kind of like it. I mean, you just I feel like you're rewind biased. the tape. I feel like you're biased. <laughs> Throw the red flag. Replay. Yeah. Sorry, Led Zeppelin. No, but Wham? Yes. And there's the problem with the millennial generation, right there. Wow, boomer. I know. I'm Whoa! not. Though. I'm not. You I know. Can, you listen, see how that's they just I know. skip over that's Jenna. That's me. I know. They all skip back. They don't even have insults for us. They don't even have insults for us. The correct term would be because, slacker. <laughs> yeah. Because that's everybody slacker. above us is just a boomer. Oh. 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 But here. But here's. But, but here's what's fun about. Here's what's fun about Robert. For 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 while a while Robert was the youngest on our team. Wow. And 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 now he's a middle aged man. He is. He is. But so he tries to play the youngest card every now and again, and you're like, dude, you're almost 40. Like, that's that's halfway to 80. Yeah. This would be a good time to say we're hiring an associate. Yes. Yes. Someone younger. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. Please come rescue us. You're interested in working with a hip millennial. (laughs) And you are. You absolutely are. What, Speaking of hip millennials, okay, yeah. Jesus of Nazareth. Wow, oh, is that was pretty. Oh man, if he were here, you know he'd be a millennial. He never, he never aged he out. Us. He, he, he. he oh. That's such a good, good pull. Oh, wow. Good pull. Well, there it is. He's got ribs. Yep. There it is. He yep. does. Um, do we have <laughs> on God? He's got what? He's got what? <laughs> he's got rays. Riz. 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 That's not how you use that word. <laughs> I. Uh, why are you looking at me? He used it. 
I thought you said he's got Riz no, on God. No, he said, said he's got Riz, and I said on Wait, God. Wait, how do you use that the whole word, Mike? Thing. Okay, Riz. Oh, no, no, we go. no, no. Let me I'm correct. Familiar. No, no. Just because you work with young people doesn't mean that you use it correctly. Okay. I used bussin in the sermon this week, you so did. I you consider threw out some nuggets just, for the Gen X. I'm just saying <laughs> nuggets. I'm just saying I'm kind of an expert. It's like all right, a, that's all I'm saying. I love it that one story where you said he worked it. Or like, <laughs> oh, he was working it. Whole, <laughs> working it. Okay, first of all. <laughs> Wait a minute. In the I want to know what busting is. He worked is. it and bussin took care is, of it. Is there slumming? Is slumming and busting in the same category? No. 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 Busting no. is good. Busting is good. Busting is real good. Oh, okay. Real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys been on a bus and in New su- York The City? opposite of busting yeah. is sus. Yeah. But even sus has aged out a little bit. I don't well, you used sus on Sunday. I did. You talked about sus. I and I almost yelled out cheeks, but I thought. Oh, that would be cheeks is one of my That's favorite. And let's not revisit Kevin's response. Right. Okay, but you, going back to you criticizing our use of Riz. Yeah. What, what's that about? Yeah. Okay, first of all, Riz is attraction. Charisma. It's charisma. No, I know it's charisma, but it's not just. In, in, in their charisma. Thanks for giving so me the whole let word. Let me get that this straight. Me a lot. What you're saying is Jesus is not attractive? No. He was, Isaiah there said was he nothing was, about he was him. Ugly. Yeah, there was draw yourself to him. Oh, I'm sorry. This is why attraction is merely physical. Yes. Absolutely. Here we go. There's yeah. an 80s song Back that talks about that. <laughs> yes. The power of love. All right. I'm going to have to face it. I'm addicted to love. What's wow. love got to do with it? Oh. I mean, I, we can keep going. Yes. Anyway. Mike not. has this thing. Pause real quick. He do has it. this thing sometimes, not always. Yeah. Like in a staff meeting, all he did was use Taylor Swift song <laughs> references. <laughs> when she came to Nashville, yeah. and I Googled a bunch. And part of it. Uh-oh. Edwin just texted me. Hold uh-oh. on. Be quiet. One, one image. <laughs> all right. This Edwin. Edwin's our <laughs> editor. When he rolls up his sleeves, Producer. he ain't just putting on the Riz. Our God is an awesome God. Yeah. Wow. It's Ritz, but it's Riz would work there. Oh, that's funny. Well done, well done, my man. Yeah. Now, speaking of Jesus, when he Riz, kicked him out of Eden, yeah. I'm sorry. He, yes, yep. man. There, there has never been a greater incongruity between the profoundness of a chorus and the inanity of a verse yes. than in that song. That one. I think yeah. you should actually put the lyrics to that song on the um, screens to show people. The, the demonstration well of... i mean the, it, it kind of helps with the whole question of like why haven't we heard this taught this way before yeah you know yeah. This oh is what because we were god was kicking yeah. people out yeah. of eden this yeah. is what we were shaped yeah. by yeah the lord wasn't kidding i mean i remember going to church and hearing that song yeah. played during worship and like people <laughs> raising their arms in yeah. worship yeah. to that song yeah Usually Some, with fists clenched. But, I might yeah. have been. I might have been one of them. Yeah. Somewhere along the lines, I got lost. I don't know what we're talking about. Oh come on, awesome God. Yeah. Yes. Song, Our that's God what, is an awesome God. Yeah. So the the verses. I mean, that's what Edwin just said. All right. So um, when he rolls up like his sleeves, sleeves, he ain't just putting on the Ritz. Our God is an awesome God. Oh, I didn't know that was. There's a verse. thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fists. Our God is an awesome God. The Lord wasn't joking when he we kicked, kicked them out of Eden. Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. <laughs> and one, his no return reason. is very close, so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. There it is. I feel like Liv would really appreciate this. And then, Dude, and that's the most spoken word. word. And then you can go <laughs> like this no. at the end. Yes. It's more of a... That's right. It's more and, of a... Anyways. Yes, yeah, so you got that. 
Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Swag. You got the you got the swaggy P. <laughs> I try. I can't. I know. That's all right. And Listen, he laughs at me when I we've try. We've got Miss Congeniality references. <laughs> yes. Doobie Brothers song title. And you Megan got Trainer. It. Don't forget about Megan Justin Trainer. Oh, Megan Justin Trainer. Bieber. Hey, my mama. My yep. mama. Don't yep. like you. Yep. She all right. What are we talking about? about? All right. So <laughs> speaking of Eden. Yes. And getting kicked out of yes. Eden. <laughs> We're in Genesis 3. Oh. This last week. Come on. That was really good. That was really good. I applaud you. It's like you're a professional podcast. Oh, it just happens. You can't train this. You can't train this. So, so we were talking about the temptation narratives and the talking snake and <laughs> and and the goal, as we've been saying, is to make the Bible weird. As yep. it turns out, you did that. we're doing a great job. Bible weird. You You're doing it, is weird. it is weird. But let's let it be weird. Uh, yeah. And let's be curious about. Okay, well, who's the talking snake? And that's odd. And why the fruit? And what the heck? And and was there Ritz? Wow. Were there Ritz crackers? Is that what they ate? It wasn't yes. an apple. Nobody mentions an apple. No apples in there. No. None. None. It was pro- it was probably um uh what's the fruit I hate the most? Papaya. Persimmon. Pap- bananas. Those are not fruits, are they? Bananas? Yeah. Are they? Persimmons? But no, I like bananas. Okay. Well that's yeah. Good. I mean uh, potassium's good for you. But all right, I don't know. I was gonna make a joke there. I couldn't think of a good a kumquat. Pomegranate. Kumquats are delicious. What abs? Well, okay. You don't even know. Tomatoes. Uh, wow. So so we were talking about the the narratives, and, and shockingly, shockingly, we get loads of questions. Yes. So do you want to get into any textual yeah, any that. textual questions that we have for us, Susie Lind, or Kevin Dixon? Who answers, wow. You know, um, the juiciest I'm going to let Kevin Dixon pick one because he spent all day yesterday answering no, what, questions. Oh, no. I was all day all over the place. Yesterday was a... Kevin, no, Kevin was si- flexing his pencil riz. Now, let me clarify what oh, this is, God. okay? Lord have mercy. So Kevin, Kevin is like, "Hey, do you know that there are Dixon pencils?" Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I said, "I did not know that. I thought they were Ticonderoga pencils." Dixon and is he the says, com- competition. And he said, "Let me show you. This is a Dixon Ticonderoga pencil." <laughs> he comes from oh, a long line company? of pencil makers. Yes. Oh, I they, thought it was yeah. different. They I thought it was different too. And so I learned something. He then threw it at me, but <laughs> I, I didn't realize that Kevin, Kevin's actually royalty in yeah. Bulgaria, <laughs> owning a small lead empire. <laughs> Um, with uh, with uh, with erasers, um, is that really part of your family? No, because that would work out. The funny nicely. thing is, but Tycon Rogue is a great name. <laughs> it would be great. That's, that's your nickname. Yeah, the there funny the funny thing is, too, yesterday he was wearing a yellow shirt, so he looked like a pencil. He did look like a pencil. It was so great. Anyway, go ahead, Kev. Wow. What do you got for us, Mr. Uh, what we got? This is there, <laughs> Rev Kev. This seems to be the struggle, and for and that, that's a wide open. That's a wide open around comment. your conversations around second. Okay. And, Third Genesis. Yeah. Um, or Genesis two and three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Two Genesis. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Two Corinthians. Yeah. One Corinthians. <laughs> like, we're never going to finish. Stop. Oh, yeah. Get the grants out of the country. Oh, wait. Oh. He's going to listen. <laughs> It'll be too late. It's a delay. The tape delay. Grants out of the country. Uh. Grant, Grant. All right. So the, the here's the workflow. The workflow is the four of us dumb A's sit down and they put a microphone in front of us. Edwin on. organizes this thing and edits it. And then Grant titles it. 
and puts the show notes. Right. And Disclaimers it's like, everywhere. And it's, exactly. Yeah. And, All right. And, and My what, favorite part is uh, what's happening right now, though. Edwin dying of laughter. Totally. It is literally my favorite totally. part. It is. It is, it is. so Who funny. comes up with the YouTube breaks? <laughs> you they, know that it's like, oh, the Bible. Like, here's the, the banter YouTube? part. Here's the, yeah. you know, the timestamp. That's Tim. Tim does that. Tim does that? No, no, no. Grant does that. Oh, I'm he sorry. He timestamps Grant it for people it. who don't want to listen okay. to this oh, they part. Yeah. Do that. That, you know, and that is Grant's personality. He does. He's not team banter. I can tell you that right now. I think he's becoming team banter. I don't know. He's pretty funny. Oh, no. He is funny. But I think what he's looking for in a quality product that represents our church well <laughs> yeah. are people that actually sound and look and talk like Jesus. Hey, and, since we're talking about Grant, I got yeah. a couple of thoughts. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Agent Grant? Yeah. All right. Um, the... The struggle. Why With did, two, two and three Genesis. This is understanding in the context of what we've all been kind of um, taught around is mi- biblical manhood, biblical womanhood. All right? Say that, say that again. <laughs> anyway, some of the questions, it's hard separating this out mm. in ways that um, I think make sense to people because gender roles have been so ingrained mm-hmm. in Christian culture. So this question has something behind it that I didn't know. Why did Satan approach the woman rather than the man? Mm. And I said, my answer to that question was they were both there. Mm -hmm. So Adam was just silent. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like he approached one of them Mm. while they were isolated or alone. Mm. He approached them both. Mm. And then they wrote, yeah. But even if both were there, he talked to the woman, being crafty and all. I suspect he thought, the woman would be the better choice perhaps because a man and woman brain work a bit differently or perhaps she had more to gain being the second human oh science ha- science has proven the male and female brains operate differently although it can yeah, i don't need science to know that i can tell you that right it can now. vary by person perhaps this is cultural taboo to say publicly yeah so that's oh, here we are in really, a podcast <laughs> <it>. <laughs> be really, really worthwhile yeah so this the, but oh, so but the, there's been the, other questions around, yeah. well, I, I you know, we, yeah. we got one from a guy. He goes, I, I lead my family. I'm, I make the decisions. I do this stuff. I, I see that as my role. Yeah. And, and, and then went on to explain a little bit about his wife with very traditional roles, right? Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No, that's the point. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just when you insist that that's the only biblical right. model, that's, that's the issue we have, I have a problem with. Right. Yeah. But. So when we're, when we're speaking of equality between men and women, and we're speaking of, of how, do we, how do we wrestle with this idea that genders aren't um, as important as we originally thought? And there's not a hierarchy of them. Yeah. Is that what, is that what this person's asking? Well, or I'm hearing it. I'm hearing. Okay, it. I'm what little, are you hearing? Well, no, no. I mean that that this this is this is the uh, a theology well, that says Eve was more gullible. That's what I was going to say. The assumption is is somehow the approaching of the woman was strategic. She's yeah. easily deceived. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's right. Women and, are easily deceived. That's where that theology. That's, that's what, what I'm it saying. Teaches. And I think Absolutely. that's that's part of. And I love first of all someone saying, "Hey." Mm-hmm. This and, is and I'm should we not talk yes. about totally. and should we not talk about this publicly? But I think this is because it's out there. Uh, oh yeah, a lot of people are thinking it. Yeah, yeah. So so first of all, thank you for asking that asking that question. Even though it's culturally taboo, the, the church should be the safest place to ask 
and yeah. wrestle with everything. So well done. Yeah. Um, Spanks. And that's a, well, that's a I mean, question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you buy? Okay, my question about Spanx is, what size do you buy? So if I'm a three X guy, do I buy three X Spanx or do I, do I buy one X Spanx? You buy, you mediums, know what I mean? Mediums. You buy mediums, <laughs> and then and then I can't breathe. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. That's funny. One thigh. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I get medium right now is my steak. That's all. The only medium in do my. Do they life. even make Spanx for men? Because they I do. don't know. I don't. According know. to they do. According to that person, I mean, yeah. clearly they do. According to yeah. Ed, they actually do. Yeah, we were Don't, watching a video by Ed Young who was recommending Spanx for pastors yeah. to smooth out the muffin tops. And yeah. and this was serious. This was serious advice. So there may have been a, a little bit of teasing. They're called spirit Spanx. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right, so this is a great question. Oof. So uh, the way the question's asked sort of preloads <laughs> the, the assumption that women are, and, and, and by the way, when we say that male and, and female are equal, we're not saying they're the same. And that's, that's a different. very, very, right. very, very important point to make. Which course. that's been the polarizing thing for many years, that if you're saying they're equal and if you're, if you're a practicing egalitarian, people automatically assume that you think that men and women are the same. Yeah, they're not interchangeable. And they're not, but no. like, it's just, that, yeah. No, but that's a huge that's a huge point. Mm -hmm. So so we're not saying they're the same. And for some families, um, biblical a biblical marriage may look like the male and female in partnership. A biblical marriage may look like the the male making most of the decisions and the female offering advice. The the biblical marriage may look like the female um, making most of the decisions and the male offering advice. The issue isn't hey. There's only one way to do this, mm. right? I mean, we're we're recognizing that people are different, um, but there are not preordained gender roles that just happen to look like 1950s American <laughs> nuclear families. That's the issue. So the question, the way it's worded, feels preloaded with some of those assumptions and totally agree that male-female brains are different. I mean, good Lord. Yeah. I mean, Math I can't even. Mars, Mars and Venus. Yeah. Bro, oh. I read that and yeah. lived it. So granted, spaghetti and waffles. Granted, but here's but here's the point. <laughs> That's, That's what funny. that book yeah. says. Oh, oh really? I never read. Did you actually read it? No, I never read it. Yeah, yeah. men's yeah. brains are like yeah. waffles and women's are spaghetti. That, oh. Or that Mix. may have been another book of the same that's, genre. But see, men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti. But that's but that's all, that's doing the same thing. It's just it's flattening yeah. the great variation mm -hmm. of God's mm -hmm. image bearers into just pre-sorted categories. Yeah. It's just not at all what the Bible does. It just does not. The Bible resists every attempt to do that. So that's a yep. That's I'm with you. Anyway, that's why I thought this was a good question. It's a great question. So. The, the key to answering the question comes in uh, in how Eve is referenced later on in the New Testament documents. Right. And so the, the we talked about this, the Timothy passage, Eve was deceived first. So Adam was made first, then Eve. They were split, right? So it was the Adam, and then they were split, and the man seemed to be like gendered first and then woman because he reacts to woman. Um, and then... then the, the order of deception, uh, at least the way Paul references this, is reversed, that Eve was deceived first and then Adam. And so um, there are several ways people have 
taken that Eve reference. They've taken it ontologically to mean exactly what the questioner is asking. Hey, she's more easily deceived mm -hmm. or more emotional, you know, yeah. or whatever. There's another way to take that, um, which is, and this is how I take it. And I, you know, I really want to go to Timothy and just sit there for a while to show this. Mm -hmm. but, um, but Paul uses it as an example of a woman who was not properly taught. I think the reason the serpent approached Eve, I do think it was strategic, was she was not properly instructed by the Adam about the tree. The, the tree. Yeah. And, and we get a hint of that because she adds a, a bit of a command to it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, do not touch it. And then, and then when Paul looks back at it, he's not using Eve to say all women are gullible. He's addressing a specific situation where women are being led astray by false teaching from men about the creation story. Like that's the, the teaching is the creation story in reverse, that Eve was created first. And this is Gnostic. Mm. The Gnostics... Yeah. Re totally reversed the creation story. So the women were created first. They were the source of wisdom. And so, so Paul corrects that, but he's not using Eve there as an example of all women being deceived. He's using her as the example from the creation count the Gnostics use and appeal to of someone who was literally deceived. Why? Because she was not fully mm -hmm. instructed. So I do think there's a strategic reason the serpent went to Eve, even though they were mm -hmm. both together. Yeah. But I think that's why it's so important to look at different scholarship and and different points of view, because what I was taught about that was that her adding to the command or her changing the command was part of her deception. It's like proof that she doesn't know as well as the man because she she didn't even get it right. Right. You know, to right. begin with. Right. But but looking back, hmm. the man gets blamed for that. And the serpent yes. gets blamed for that. Yes. Eve never no, gets blamed for right. that. So so even if you even if that's where but you start the story. What they will say, the what yeah, people will say is that she was blamed for it and that's why the childbirth is so painful. Yeah. Well that's a total misunderstanding of childbirth because the 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 word here's what we're going to see careful this is somebody who's been through that yeah so childbirth no, first I, of all is totally yeah. easy secondly <laughs> i felt great it was 22 hours i was yeah. a little bored i fell yeah, asleep yeah. under a vent i caught a cold it was tough it was my wife was 22 hours of labor in a c-section but she didn't feel anything she's fine so um and i remember don't ever do this if anybody anybody yeah. here who's younger we just lost all the female i look listeners. i looked at my wife and i said man i am so tired and oh, that was oh, so yeah. wow. so dumb no wow. so dumb mm -hmm. Our second pregnancy, her water broke. We were rushing to the hospital. I'm like, babe, can we stop for a breakfast burrito? Because it's going to be a long day. I did that too. Oh, perfect. So our first time around in yeah. the delivery room, Steve asked if he could turn on the Dodger game. Oh, well, yeah. But if you could. No. 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 But then I got the epidural and I was like, okay, let's turn on the oh, game. Pretty <laughs> oh, <laughs> perfect. There you go. Perfect. All right. So... um, the childbirth. I don't want to give away this. This is what this week's mm -hmm. teaching is going to be about. So you're going to get this on Thursday, 12 of you. For those of you that actually come physically to the church, which is three of the 12, you'll hear this. <laughs> we'll reflect well, on it next week. I, but I, but six. Well, okay. It's got to be at least seven. It, it depends if you count households. It's true. You know, so if someone oh. has it on in a house full of five, but they're the only one listening, do we count the five or the one? I'm just, I don't know. Um, so anyway. we're trying to inflate our stats. So, <laughs> so that, that childbirth, okay, there's that, that word is never, ever used to, um, talk about labor pain mm -hmm. anywhere else in the ancient world. So 
and and when when the um the the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent are going to be there there's animosity between the two mm-hmm. there's something about the seed of the woman being born into difficulty mm-hmm. that 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 the author of Genesis is trying to get it. It's not pain in childbearing as if it were just cake before and God's like, hey, because you're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. No, not at all. The, the difficulty, the, the curse of the ground, the curse of the serpent, um, and the seed of the woman, they're all interplaying into this really kind of amazing, it's almost a lament from God's perspective about... Women will bear children now in difficulty. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not with difficulty. It's in difficulty. In other words, outside of yeah. Eden. Yeah, Which how many times do you hear people saying, I don't want to have kids because I don't want to bring them into this world? That's, That's it. What That's it the lament of yeah. God. So so frankly, I just don't buy the women um, being easily deceived mm-hmm. thing here. In fact, um, if I if I'm looking at the last twenty usually, years of they church usually have better history, PS yeah. yeah. Meters than if us. I'm looking at the the like the history of church leadership over the last twenty years, um, I don't. I'm thinking men really don't have a lot to stand on when it comes of saying, "Hey, but the women are really the easily deceived ones." But Mike, we're also the weaker vessel, right? And mm. and it's interesting because people think that means like either they're too fragile, mm-hmm. or but he's talking about socially. So women are due special honor because they are socially considered weaker. Mm-hmm. So Paul is in that whole section. Oh, yeah. Paul is not talking at all about ontological like characteristics of women as a whole. He's talking about honoring and he uses Abraham he uses Abraham and Sarah. Sarah called Abram lord and deferred. Um and so it's like, "Oh yeah, well that's the biblical pattern." No, it's the weaker vessel is that she is socially and mm-hmm. culturally Weaker, and in the church, she should be elevated. Come on, uh, in resistance to the cultural valuations that were negative towards women. That he's making the exact and opposite. And it's not point. because her physical body is weaker than his more muscular body. Well, I mean, let's <laughs> talk about that for a second. If I'm, I'm just know. saying these are the things that have you seen Wonder Woman, bro? Good don't lord, don't you listen? No, Amazon no. women would beat the tar out of you. <laughs> So yeah, so again, these are great. This is, these are great examples True. of verses that get yanked out of context to make predetermined. Well, a whole doctrines have been created out of all of these verses yeah. taken out of context. <laughs> we have a hand. I got a, a hand at the end of the table. Yes. So speaking of biblical man, generationally, I sit in a different seat. That is not a dig at anyone here. Wait, wait, See, wait. This is the, this like is what he does. Throw that in no, this is what time. no he does you generationally. No, no, no. Let me just speak on behalf of the young people. No, you're speaking on behalf of the middle-aged right now. Okay, okay. as a middle-aged <laughs> Hispanic man, um, do, do you think generationally or culturally we're doing a better job at this? No. Or are we simply, are we simply like, uh, some would argue that we've, we've gone into an extreme. Well, right? of course. Um, in wait, wait, wait! To some you mean culturally like America, yes. or do you mean culturally like the church? Yeah, well, this is like the, the pendulum has gone the other way, and we've like we talked about last week. We've quote unquote feminized men. Yeah, as though that's a bad thing. Right, I remember right? this conversation. Yeah, this is, yeah is that true? Is that that's what some people believe, Sus? Oh, yes. Oh, some yes. people believe that I've heard culturally in the church and outside of the church. 
The, spe- oh, the yeah. pendulum has swung the other way and men don't understand their role. They don't understand their worth. They, they're passive. They've abdicated their responsibility. And it's all because we've tried to make them more like women by getting in touch with their feelings, by telling right. them it's okay to cry, by telling them it's okay to stay home with the kids, like all that stuff. Like not maybe word for word like that, but yeah. that's all the stuff that's kind of piled that's onto there. That's all the opposition there, to. Where yeah. like when you have like Mars Hill and you have you hear Mark Driscoll saying that if you're a woman and you have kids, you should not work outside of the home. And if you're a man and your your wife is working outside of the home and also you have kids, then you're not doing your job as a man. I mean, he. Yeah, said no, totally. That. Yeah, Driscoll's so, wild. Yeah, but that's yeah. not. It's, he's him. not alone in that. I guess know? what I, what I'm asking: Do you feel like, <laughs> like, peers, right? People, might, and again, I know we're a little bit in a bubble here at this church and community in the sense that we, I think we try feel and, like a bubble. Well, I think we try hard to respect and honor the mm-hmm. text, and also um, honor the roles that we have in place. People like Susie, who's incredible, yeah, uh, and needs to be a voice for our community. Um, do you think, like, I hear that from older generations, mm-hmm. if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I don't know if I hear that from a lot of my peers. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, my generation. Yeah. I, I think I, that there's younger people who still? feel that way. Yeah. Because if they're, if they're coming up in, in, yeah. if they're being formed by churches and, you know, theologies that go that direction, yeah. for sure. They may give lip service, better lip service. I think our younger generations have been taught to talk more carefully about things. Yep. Um, hmm. But like is progress being made on any of these things? Oh, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, these are mm-hmm. that's the thing about Genesis is it's we're replaying the the story over and over and over in real time. We just do right. it differently. That's yeah. what changes. How could how could a male brain be drenched in pornography and see a woman as his absolute equal Mm. and treat her with respect and dignity you know what i mean i mean i I just you can give lip service to that but if you're just doing nothing but objectifying women yeah then then your heart is being formed away from the words you say Mm. you believe i mean Mm. that's just true so so i do think we've of course it's it's easy what did you guys say yesterday we were talking about why why we don't always talk about or haven't heard some of this stuff from the text that your prof said. My prof said, because it's easier. Yeah, it's easier. So it's easier just to have clear, well-defined biblical roles yeah. it's for also, marriage, parenting. Yeah, it's also a better financial decision for churches. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you do risk you do risk the people leaving who aren't fans of whatever this is. And publishing companies. Mm. Totally. So so when you try to live in nuance and say that men and women are absolutely equal, you're right. both are needed, and they're not identical, and it's in the unity of them in their not identicalness that images God. Yeah. If it's if it's if they're the same, then they don't image God. Mm. Um and if they're different but not united, they don't image God as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. I mean, we're still image bearers individually, but that's you, where I think the extreme is totally. Happened. Yes. Right. Yes. Say more about that. Yeah, I mean, just the 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 understanding that the biblical manhood, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah, that rhetoric is has done a lot of damage, a lot of hurt, and so the I think a lot of us, particularly in my generation, have swung the pendulum. Yeah, right. And so yeah. I, yeah, where we are the same. Yeah, 
which is so hard because we're obviously not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like my wife brings so many amazing gifts that I, I will never bring, you know? Right. Right. It's really interesting because like in our, in our house, right, we have, like I see all these videos about like the man and how they, mm -hmm. and wives coming home and, and how men should react or respond or, or yeah. all these complaints about both sides, right? Uh, our home is so interesting because like, like I care a lot about the space. Right, like mm -hmm. people when they come to our home, they're always like, "Liv, you've done such a great job designing <laughs> the space." And she's like, "I don't care; it's all Rob." Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so we have these like not normal mm -hmm. roles. Yeah, in that sense. Yeah, um, and it's just so interesting that like that's just even on a, on a small level an assumption totally. of roles. Like, totally. oh, you're the woman; you should be the one. Yeah. Well, and we we all totally know wrong. like lots of people too who would say that their dad was more nurturing than their mom. Mm. Yeah. It, it's it's again we we I think we covered this a couple of weeks ago, but the idea is is what it does it mean to be human? Yeah, and and in our humanness, whether that's emotional or not emotional, whether that's traditionally feminine characteristics or traditionally masculine characteristics, the thing the thing that that we have to resist is making value judgments um, on the basis of verses that are totally misunderstood and yanked out of context to say, Oh, that's biblical manhood. And that's not yeah. now, of course. Um, I do think there are generalized statements that are true. Like I think men should be generally protective, you know, of their families. I would say, yeah, but, but for somebody whose wife knows Cobb McGraw and you know, <laughs> the dude, the, the dude is like a graphic designer or something and never sees the sun. Whoa. I mean, again, you just, you just want to resist the valuation that says, oh, well, yeah, that's not biblical. I mean, the way biblical gets used in these conversations is what I'm objecting to so very much. It's mm -hmm. the always never argument. <clears throat> Men are always this. Yeah. Women are always this. Yeah. It's never, it's, it's never that. There's never well, nuance. And that that's There's, your place. Right. And so if you mm -hmm. step out of the pre-described biblical mandate for man and you are more nurturing, then people look at you like you've somehow violated some biblical principle. You've sinned. You've moved into. You're a mama's boy. And you're yeah. disqualified right. yeah. from other things. Yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. here's, so here's my sweet brother, my brother Brad. Let's talk about Brad for a second. Hey, His Brad. His wife Hi, Brad. is a doctor. Okay, wow. she makes, I mean, decent money. Doctor money. Doctor money, which isn't, I mean, it's not as big as I thought it was, yeah. but it's, it, it's, it's doctor money. But it's doctor money. It's not yeah. pastor money. So he, well, he's a graphic designer <laughs> and he makes graphic designer money. Yes. Okay. And That's so good. they made the choice yeah. to have her work and have him stay home. Now, one of their kids is beautiful, Maddie. He has um, some special needs. And so Brad has like, like just, given up um life outside of that house in order to uh, care and, for the child yeah, yeah and it's been it's been so hard so there are some people that would look at that and say see see that's proof because of, it's hard because it's hard yeah, it's totally proof right. of, you're doing wait, this wrong proof of what proof that that brad is emasculated Oh, and um, he's not doing what men are designed to do. Yeah, he's not and, serving his wife well by doing that. Well, but yeah, he's that. not living into right. the the thing that men are supposed to do: protect and provide. Yeah, right. Gotcha. And 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 so so I look at him mm -hmm. and I look at his incredible masculine sacrifice. I mean, he is Jesusy mm -hmm. in how yeah. hard this has been. Yeah. yeah, to give up and to be judged 
to have to find other house husbands to hang out with and do stuff with because people judge that. Um, but he's pouring he's pouring himself out into these two kids, one of whom needs a lot of a lot of attention. And I'm like, man, and you're not going to call that masculine? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is the most masculine thing I've seen. Is is somebody pouring themselves out for the sake of the other? Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, Paul says even when he says husbands like love your wives, well, how? That's it. Giving yourself up. And that doesn't mean that that there aren't resentments or there isn't difficulty and power dynamics no. and things they have to sort out because of the cultural upbringing. Of course, I'm not saying I'm not denying that, but I'm saying to look at that. I look at his sacrifice, mm-hmm. and to say that that isn't manly. Man, I really am off the bus there. Yeah. You know, I just think it is absolutely manly. Yeah. Um. For for. You know, I, I'm I, I've become more and more the primary caregiver for Seth just because my wife works um, in school, and it's like, really? That's not biblical manhood, really? <laughs> I mean, come on, this is so backwards. It's it's the calling evil good and good evil, yeah. right? You know, and yeah. so so if you're in a household where the man leads and the woman responds, great. As long as she's okay with that, and and you've arrived at that decision mutually, yeah. then hallelujah. Um, but I, I just want to open up other possibilities for what biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, biblical marriage, and biblical parenting look like. Mm-hmm. Because there is no straitjacket verse that you just look at and say, yep, that's got to be true of every guy, every couple, every kid, everywhere. Is Here's the question then. Is there biblical manhood? Is there biblical womanhood? Is that even no. a phrase? No. Okay. There's <laughs> humanness so, as masculine okay. and humanness yeah, who as Who could you feminine. point to to so, represent biblical manhood? Uh, we should write a book. Yes. No, we shouldn't. Unmanly. I, I told you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> really? We should just call it really. Really? Really? We'll call it mansplain. That's what you think? Mansplain and manscape. <laughs> Yes. No. Life in the garden. You get a okay. <laughs> and if you act now, you get a free pair of spirit spanks. Yes. And on that note, we are out. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram story and tag us at journey underscore TN. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app.